Welcome back to CFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings, and emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech, streaming news, and other random crap we feel like. I'm your host, Dan Weller, and I'm joined with you, as always, by co-host Danny. That was a really poor, really big pause that's going to get edited out. And so will this. Let's get on with no. the show. In this week's show, we got a new Matrix trailer, the massive PlayStation showcase, and Epic lost a fight but won the war. Yes. But first up, we are continuing on our series of rapid reviews of What If. Dan, what if zombies? What if zombies? Yes, indeed. And this one left on a cliffhanger. Well, the last one ended on a downer, and this one ended on a downer, but this one ended on a cliffhanger downer that they will never come back to, because the second one ended on a cliffhanger because of Peter and Ego. That's true. They all live on cliffhangers. Yeah, they're just sad. They're just all sad when you think about it. Just a depressing show. That's what it is. So basically, Kang the Conqueror was right. His timeline was the best one because they don't end sadly. Yeah. <laughs> we should, they should, shouldn't have killed Kang. Should have left it as it is. This is my favorite one so far. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but it is just generally an enjoyable episode. The The only thing I found a bit weird was Peter Parker's voice, but he's still the person who does it still does a good job. Yeah, I was really confused because sometimes it actually sounded like Tom Holland. And yeah, sometimes it did it sound like Tom Holland and I was like, no, that's not Tom Holland, but is it Tom Holland? And I always skip the, um, or I, I, if I don't skip it, I don't pay attention to the names at the beginning. So I don't yeah. know who, because I'm just like, I don't care if they're in, because it, sometimes it spoils it. It's like, oh, this character's back. And I'm like, well, great, spoil the show for me. Um, like, I'm glad I didn't watch it when it was uh, the Hank Pym episode three because it would have revealed Michael Douglas was back and I would have gone, oh yeah, Ant-Man's there. But no, zombies, this is a lot of fun. I love zombies. Yeah, I, this was a this was a cool episode. There's also yeah. massive reveals and revelations during the episode. Yep, so it starts with uh, Bruce Banner coming back from Infinity War. Yes. Like, at the, like, and then crash landing and then no one's there. And then Ebony Moore and the big hulky guy come along and then they get eaten by the zombie Avengers, basically. Yeah, yeah, they do. And then also Evil Vision. Yep, Vision the Vision and Wanda can't catch a fucking break. No, no, like, they can't. <laughs> someone worked it out. Vision has died four times in the last three years. <laughs> he died in uh, he died in Infinity War. He died in Endgame. No, he didn't. He died. No, he died in WandaVision, and then he died in this, and then he died in something else. I can't remember what at the end of something. Wow. Before. Oh no, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I think. Well, he's been dead because he's died. He's technically dead at the end of at the beginning of WandaVision because his body's dead, and then he dies again in WandaVision because of. I was still arguing only three. Yeah, maybe, but still, three, three, one death a year basically, <laughs> and they had a year without Marvel stuff. So he's died two you know. times this year. Yeah, it's incredible. Like they really don't like Vision and Wanda for like being a couple for some reason. No, they, but they... In, well, in this episode, Vision is completely evil. He is feeding people Chad to Wanda. Yeah, he's feeding the Black Panther to uh, Wanda to keep her alive, basically, because he he worked out that Wanda is too powerful to be cured by the Infinity Stone, um, which was the cure at the end, the Mind Stone. Uh, that was because it basically kept the uh, things. Uh, at bay and fixed Paul Rudd. Yeah. F- floating head. And so, but it wasn't powerful enough to fix Wanda because she was too super powered, I guess. Somehow. And so, so in order to keep her fed, he was luring people to the safe house and was feeding Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther to Wanda like he lost his leg. 
just to keep her basically satisfied so she wasn't going on a rampage and killing everyone. <laughs> it's dark. These episodes are getting dark, and I love it. I love a dark episode. Like, yeah, it's crazy, goes... isn't it? Marvel all of a sudden becoming the darker one, and DC becoming yeah. the more laughy-jokey one. Like, like, DC doesn't have this level of like, oh yeah, our superheroes are just gonna feed another superhero to keep their dead girlfriend alive so that she doesn't go on a rampage and kill more people. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, they kill Captain like Captain America and the Avengers just go... Nearly like, everyone Whoop. dies. Yeah, there's only three people left and then the end of it is Thanos with the Infinity Stones and the only one he doesn't have is the one that they need. Also, don't forget that there's also the Guardians and Thor. So if they do yes. revisit this, they may include that, but I doubt they revisit it. Well, there is the uh, shot in the trailers where it's the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Thor uh, in place of the Avengers. You know that spinning shot in the first Avengers where it's New York and they spin around? Oh, yeah. There's that shot, but with the Guardians and Thor. So that might take place after that if they wanted to. to uh, well, it's re- I think it's rumored at some point, I think the final episode might be the Guardians of the Multiverse. I think next episode is Killmonger Iron Man from... Yeah, that's what I can tell as well. Yeah. But after that, I'm not sure. I think there is an episode at some point, like I said last week. I know there's an episode Four. where Doctor Strange meets Peggy Carter's uh, Captain Carter. Well, there so. might be the Guardians of the Multiverse. Maybe. Because I'm pretty sure that, that is be. a thing. There's one plot on IMDb, I'm not sure if someone's written this or if it's actually happening, where Vision becomes an all-powerful android known as Infinite Ultron. So when Ultron yeah, puts his consciousness the... into Vision. Yeah, and that might be the episode where the Watcher interferes. Because he keeps going, I won't interfere, but then he keeps fucking about with Doctor Strange and going, hey, look, I can see you and you can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and like, oh, you have the power to fix this. And he's like, nah. Nah, I don't feel like it. Nah, I won't fix this. I won't fix your reality because I'm too powerful. And I like watching. That's all I'm allowed to do is watch. Actually, what it could be, if there we if there's a Guns Multiverse... The Watcher interferes with a Doctor Strange timeline, and then he brings them all back in return that he says he must help out the multiverse. Maybe. And maybe it's Doctor Strange from the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I don't, I still don't think it is. I don't know what oh, people... Yeah, no. <laughs> people go crazy. It's like, these are just fun little stories, the side projects. They don't all have to tie in together. No, although I do think all these might tie in together. Yes. There's, to an there's, extent. It's highly likely. Yeah, it's yeah. highly likely. I mean, who knows? It's ten episodes. We've got five. And Is it then... ten or nine episodes? I thought it was nine episodes. I think it's ten. I saw ten. I mean, I'm I'm happy with it, however many. I think it's ten episodes, though. Well, I was just useless. I typed into Google number of episodes. It said five. But I think it is. Well, that's how many it's currently. I think mean, I, I, I'm just going to say ten. We'll just leave it at ten. Ten seems like a reasonable number. And then hopefully this show gets a second season. Because this is like one of the ones that they can do as many seasons as they like. Well, you say that. It takes a long time to make. Yeah, but they can do as many as they like and have it seasons. Because it's not like the stories run out, basically. No, that's true. True. Although, Cause maybe they've already started season two. Just haven't told anyone. Maybe. I'm sure Disney's been planning this for ages. So they would have probably kicked season two into high gear even before this because they had faith in it like loki season two was announced after season one finished so yeah right on the dot we might get the same thing yeah we might get the same thing it might be season two coming soon or coming the what if series will continue here's another point i think i'd like to say that ties into last week's tbl with shang chi i think this has been marvel's best year of content overall 2014 had civil uh uh, the little, uh, Winter Soldier uh, and Guardians. Yep. 2016 had Civil War, Civil Homecoming, War and Four. Wait, Homecoming was 17, wasn't it? No, I was. Oh, Homecoming was 17. Was... The 16 was just yeah. Civil War and 
Doctor Strange. And uh, Thor was 2017. Else? I'm sure. Uh, There's only two in 2016. Two in 2015. Marvel movies. Doctor Strange. De- oh, I'm thinking of Deadpool. I mean, that's technically now owned by Disney. I'm not including it. <laughs> As Disney did not make it. Hang on, it's 2017. 2017's Marvel movies. Because I think this year... Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, Logan. That's a pretty good year. Yeah, but Logan's not part of MCU either. It is technically Marvel. Though. I'm not agreeing If we're it. saying Marvel's year of content... I think of this year is... What was 2015 I like. Well, the best ones this year had... would be WandaVision, Loki, Shang-Chi, maybe What If, Eternals, hopefully, and Spider-Man. This definitely has the hype to be the best year. Yeah, 2012 was the only Avengers, so... 2013 was Iron Man 3. I mean, yeah, this is probably a very good year. When was 2018, though? Yeah, I suppose 18's the only other argument. 2018 was Affinity War, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Spider-Verse, Venom, Deadpool 2. Maybe Uh, maybe 2018. I reckon it's 2018 first, at the minute, depending on what the next films come out, then this year. What was 2019? Endgame and... Far Captain Marvel, Far From Home. Dark Phoenix, Fe- okay, Dark Phoenix knocks that off the title then. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dark Phoenix just drags everything down. I mean, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Maybe this oh will be... Oh my god, Joker came out in 2019. I forgot. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. How can you anyway. forget that film? Everyone loves that film. <laughs> Ugh, whatever, let's move on. That... Good let's episode of on. What If. Good episode. Yes, good episode. Hopefully it continues. Next up, stream that movie news into my head. And we've got multiple trailers, once again, as you would expect. And first one we're going to talk about was Infinite, an Amazon Prime original. Yeah, featuring Mark Wahlberger, that guy from what? the Transformers. Why did you call him Mark Wahlberger? Because his name's Mark Wahlberg, and I wanted to make a joke, so I called him Mark Wahlberg. It's a terrible joke. That's an American joke. I, I expect better from you. I'm disappointed. No, no, no. Just disappointed. So, uh, the description is, in it, uh, Evan McCauley, played by Mark Wahlberg, is haunted by memories of a place he's never visited. Joining forces with a team of reborn warriors, they must try and stop a madman from destroying the city of life and reincarnation. And that's it. <laughs> and that's basically your summary. It's basically um the old guard from Netflix. Yes, I mean, I don't, Inf- I don't think I've ever watched that. However, this does look interesting. The CGI, for the most part, looked quite clean. I think there's a couple of scenes I thought was a bit iffy. Yeah. The whole premise old- sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean... It, it it looks all right. It kind of looks. It's got a bit... Adrian Pimento from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Don't remember the guy's yeah. actor's name, but he's always great. Whoever he plays, yeah, he's he's great. Like I think the main bad guy looks really bad though. Like it's just angry infant, like eternal guy. It's just also, a classic I... bad guy. Isn't it just just an antagonist yeah. role. Nothing special. Yeah, I mean it looks all right. I might check this out. It comes out quite soon. Like I mean, I would check it out, but I'm a very busy man. Yeah, very very busy. I, it just kind of looks a bit iffy. I, I to got, me, it uh, looks generic. It just looks like a just a same old action film with cool CGI, maybe a new fights. story premise. But and then the diet, they just just kind of seems the same. It just reminds me of the old guard on Netflix because it's the same like immortal beings. Basically, I've never seen the old guard, so I can't comment on that one. It's it's kind of it, well, basically it's Charlize Theron and a bunch of other people who fight a guy who's trying to destroy immortality or try and harness the light. So this is only difference is this guy is trying to destroy immortality. The other bad guy from uh, old guard is trying to get immortality from them. So ah, that's the difference. It seems all the same. Basically. I think the only other difference is this one's gone all star cast. 
Well, not Osaba. It has a big sign in the middle. <laughs> well, it has... <laughs> stage. Oh, the old guy has Shelley's Ferron and the guy from Harry Potter who plays uh, Harry Potter's... The guy who Harry Potter lives with, that guy. The, the, from actor the right there. Alias actor. How you can and it's got the guy from Doctor Strange who's Barramordo. The guy who goes around trying to kill other wizards at the end. Something Ideal Forge, I think. But yeah, I like the old god. It was all right. Well, the so far method. that have been reviews in for Infinite, I think it actually came out already. In Maybe. June. Well, it's probably one of those movies that got pushed and then bought out by Amazon just to bolster its content library. Yeah, well, critics are not a fan of this film at all. Oh, no, <laughs> I doubt it. It's and audience are also not that thrilled from those who have seen it. Yeah. Who would have thought? Generic action film. Oh, yeah. that's it, it's because it was on Paramount+. Plus. Oh. So this is the UK. That. Yeah, okay. Cool. I'm never going to watch this, probably. Not now. There's so many, Nef- There's so many Amazon... <laughs> well, no, I still like terrible movies. It's just that I was probably not going to watch this because there's so many Amazon Prime things that I need to watch that I haven't watched yet. And it's just like, oh, I'll watch it eventually. This will be just one that I remember and I'll go, oh, right, yeah, that exists. Maybe I'll watch that when I'm bored. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Never know. Uh, but the big one move on? to talk about this whole week, because everyone is talking about it, you know, absolutely everyone I even know. It's not Don't like... look up. A Netflix original starring... Uh, that's not uh, what I was going to say, and you know it. I know, I know, <laughs> but we want to save that to the end, Dad. we got to build up the hype. Well, why was it second, then? You shut up at it last. Well, that's just my organization skills coming in. That was fine, the first trailer fine. that I saw this week. Everyone has to wait. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll get, get to don't it, look don't up, Which actually is an old sarcast. This is what I get confused yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, A- Ariana Grande... Uh, Jonah Hill, other people, Rob Morgan, Timothy Charlemagne, Ron Perlman, Tyler Perry, Mark Rylance, other people in this title card that keep popping up. There's a bunch of other people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. I always, I always forget Ariana Grande is an actor or actress. Yeah, she used to be because she was a Disney star. That's how yeah. she got big. And then she, she made used to be- songs that won't be affiliated with Disney. And also sexualized her dramatically as a child. And then she grew up. And people then sexualized her again. I mean, also she got an incredible. I'm not going to lie. Some of her songs tan. don't help with that stereotype. No. Also, she spray tanned herself to be a completely different color because she was a very pale child. You should be happy with whoever you are. To everyone listening yeah. here, be happy with who you are. I mean, I don't care. Scott M- Muscudi, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep. Those people. It looks good. It's basically the tells the story of two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to, tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. And it's a comedy. So the director made by the people who made by the people who did Step Brothers and Anchorman. So the director of this film, uh, he produced the other guys, produced Vice, he wrote <gasps> The Big Short, and he wrote Ant Man. Yes, or was a writer on Ant Man, I should say. Yeah, but they highlight Step Brothers and. Uh, Anchorman in this. So it's going to be a comedy and it looks pretty good. Yeah, so it looks like like it's just something to do with a asteroid coming to Earth. Yeah, and no one gives a shit, basically. Which is pretty much how the world will react. They'll be like, ah, okay, world's about to end. Just just to live my life normally. Carry on my job. I think, hang on, I can't remember, but I think this is the movie that Netflix or one of like the big news outlets said Leonardo DiCaprio is unrecognizable in his new role in this movie and he looks exactly like he does. 
I can't remember if this is the movie that that was referring to. If I'm honest, um, when I first saw the actor, I didn't realize it was Leonardo DiCaprio until I realized Leonardo DiCaprio was in the film, and then I spotted it instantly. Yeah. I think it's more the fact that it wasn't expecting Leonardo DiCaprio to be in the film. Yeah. I I I mean, he's I I'm surprised he's doing Netflix. He's like one of those Yeah, exactly. That's who... what I'm, I'm surprised about. I'm sure Netflix paid him a lot of money. I feel like Jennifer Lawrence is more hidden than Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh no, Jennifer Lawrence would do anything. No, no, no. I mean, like her visuals, like what she looks like, is less obvious. Oh yeah, she's very different. Yeah, yeah. She's got red hair. Although I think there's a movie where she has red hair. I think she's like a spy in it. And anyway, Ariana Grande is obvious. As from this clip, I'm just looking at right now. She looks exactly yeah. like her. She, she looks like her. Ariana Grande. She's probably playing herself. Probably. I'm sure. I think Jonah Hill's also playing the president, which is funny. <laughs> There's comedy, so what so, do you expect? Yeah. I mean, Jonah Hill's a good actor. I like Jonah Hill. So the release date for this film is the 10th of December, 2021. Just in time for Christmas. Everyone oh, likes yeah. a nice depressing story for Christmas. Oh, no. In fear is on the... Theater's on the 10th of December. And on Netflix on the 24th. Oh, so okay. Okay. Didn't yeah, so you can watch it in a theater. Because Netflix always wants to do the uh, theatrical release so that they can put films up for Oscars. Because the Oscars So did won't... Netflix still make this? But then they're just... Oh, yeah. Distribute Netflix. There we go. See it there. Yeah, so Netflix yeah. just... Make a film. On... I've well, never Netflix seen them do owns... this. No, Netflix owns cinema chains because the, in order could, to get um, Oscar, like to be in the Oscars, to get like your movie nominated for the Oscars, they have to have a theatrical release. So Netflix bought a bunch of cinemas and just releases their movies in that, so that they can then go to the Oscars and say these are Oscar, uh, these are theater released movies, so that they can have Oscar bait movies. So like the uh, Irishman, they released that in theaters, oh. whilst having it on, so that they could get the Oscars for it. Basically, did not know that. That's, that's a interesting yeah, fact. Super stu- uh, stuck up and won't uh, won't acknowledge streaming movies. So no, you I have would to think. have a theatrical. Yeah. So like if Disney released a streaming movie like Black Widow, if it Black Widow had only gone to streaming, they wouldn't have acknowledged it probably at the Oscars if Disney I'm tried sure to push it for the Oscars. The Oscars are still going to ignore it anyway. Oh yeah. Hey, you never know. Shang-Chi might win an Oscar. Yeah, maybe. It's not just about white people, so <laughs> it might get an Oscar. <laughs> oh no, that that means it will definitely lose. The Oscars are incredibly racist. They only try... I mean, oh, maybe they will just to try and not appear racist. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. They always pick yeah. the films to like, not appear racist. Yeah. I mean, some of them are good, but some of them, they do just fuck it up and go, oh, yeah, this movie's got black people and let's give it for that. Yeah. The Oscars are just done for everything for the wrong reasons. Also, they lose their viewership continuously because no one gives a shit about the Oscars anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's yeah, too many just... different streaming uh, platforms and there's too many movies that people don't care about the artsy ones. So Yeah, nobody cares if it's a good Oscars. film or not. They just want to be entertained. Is yeah. the film entertaining? Yes, I'm going to watch it. Simple as that. Do I care if this is an Oscar movie? No. no. Does this? Does Leonardo DiCaprio now have an Oscar? Yes. So I don't care anymore. <laughs> they should have not given him that Oscar for The Revenant and just kept dragging it out and people would have continued to watch just to see if he got the Oscar. Because that was the only reason I imagine people were still watching the Oscars to see if he got an Oscar. And he could have won it for this or could potentially be up for the role in this. But he can't now because he's already got it. It's pointless. Can he not win another Oscar? Yeah, he can. But nobody like, cares now. Once you once you win, who cares? Like Robert Downey Jr. If he ever wins an Oscar, then I can't believe actually how long it took to get DiCaprio an Oscar. Well, he shouldn't have won it for The Revenant. They only gave it to him as a lifetime achievement, basically. Because what happens is they don't give it to someone, and then they go, "Oh, we fucked up. They've been in so many good movies. We'll give it to him in their next movie." Because The Revenant is a shit movie. Like it's terrible. It's so boring. 
And he's just grunting. He's not acting. He's just <laughs> grunting in that movie. But they gave it to him because he'd been in a bunch of other stuff and he ate deer, uh, a raw deer meat or something. Yeah, to be honest, DiCaprio's been in so many good films. Yeah, he should have won it for The Wolf of Wall Street the year before. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. And then they gave it to him as like a constellation because of a Or career. even, um, what's it called? I don't know, Dan. I don't know what movie you're thinking of. The Christopher Nolan kind one. Of, oh, The de- uh, Departed? Is that Christopher Nolan? No. Oh, Inception. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. He's, been, that, been in a lot of, he's been in a lot of good movies and he should have won an Oscar a lot sooner. Yeah, he should have. But wait, what can but you There do? are a lot what of actors who still haven't won Oscars. Like Will Smith never won an Oscar. That one's not that surprising. Well, I have no idea how to transi- transition to our next film, so I'm... Will Smith was in a DC movie. There you go. Talk about DC films. Injustice, a film is coming out. However, it is yes. animated. Yes, but it looks good. It does look good, and it's also R-rated. Well, that is also good. I Although don't believe when... there's going to be swearing, but there will be blood, so... Is there going to be good. an obligatory sex scene? I for doubt no it. reason. I, I doubt it. Well, just for some odd reason, DC loves to impart random sex scenes when they do R-rated. Because there's a Suicide Squad movie that has a random sex scene between Harley Quinn and Deadshot. And then the Killing Joke has a random sex scene between Batman and Barbara Gordon. Um, so, for whatever reason, whenever they make an R-rated movie, they have to put an obligatory sex scene in it. Maybe so. there will be then. Maybe there will be. But I don't know where it will. Because this movie well, is all about... before Lois Lane dies. Yeah. So. It'll be like, how to show that they love each other. They fuck. Well, it actually and seems quite comic book accurate, this film. Well, it, technically it should be video game accurate because the storyline was from the video game and then they made a comic well, yes, book. it does say in the trailer it is based on the video game then based on the comic. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, this looks pretty good. Yeah, I actually want to watch this. I don't think it's I feel coming... like the Joker looks a bit weird, but I mean, that's the... I mean, the whole thing. art style looks a bit weird. It looks like... Classic art style for DC films or properties. Mm. But I like it. I like it. I like that storyline, though. I really enjoyed the first. I want to watch it just for that. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first uh, Injustice game. I never got the second one because it just seemed like a microtransaction hellhole. Yeah, it is. It it is. And I don't feel like you can really do more with the (laughs) storyline. No. What did they even try and do? Was it like... Injustice 2, I don't remember. It was something stupid. It was like Superman became a tyrant again, right? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Well, speaking of tyrants, Dan, Star Wars has tyrants, and we got a Lego Star Wars terrifying tales. Yes, it's a movie. Halloween special. Ooh, I forget so how it's coming. Yeah, we had the Christmas special, and now we get the Halloween special from Lego Star Wars. Uh, and this one looks dumb as fuck, and I love it. Because I, <laughs> I like, I like Lego Star Wars. Like they, they, the Star Wars franchise loves to take the piss out of the classics, and this looks like it's um. A Simpsons-style Treehouse of Horror premise, where you're going to get, like, three or four different stories all taking place at once that are told throughout the main arcing story of, like, Poe being scared of going to this hotel or whatever, and they tell, like, camp stories that are, like, alternate versions of the storylines from Star Wars, so if Luke became a bad guy, basically because Vader promises to teach him if Kylo Ren is haunted by his past of killing all those people, probably. It's what if! It's Star yeah. Wars. What if? Yeah, but it looks fun. I like it. There's a lot of it characters. It does look interesting. Were... I might watch it. I mean, however, this looks a lot music. more interesting than this, the the Christmas special because the Christmas special was like upbeat and happy and whatnot, and this looks. Yes, we get it. You like dark and depressing stuff. No, I like happy stuff, but sometimes dark is good. Right, let's get it over with, Dan. Let's talk about the one that everyone wants to hear about: The Matrix. The Matrix Resurrections. 
and the Matrix. The Matrix. And I know you have a lot of thoughts in this trailer. However, I'm going to start off by saying this looks like it's the same as the first film. Yes. I haven't actually watched the entire trailer because I got bored. <laughs> I, have I mean, seen it looks the good. Trailer. Have you gone onto the website? What is the matrix or whatever it is dot com and looked at the two different teaser trailer options and then scrolled through all like the hundred different teaser trailer options and all the different like uh marketing promotion for this movie? No, I didn't know that was a thing. That does sound actually really cool. Yeah. They did that before the movie trailer released. They were like, here's a teaser, go to this website. Because it's what they did in the 90s where they released the first Matrix movie. It's the same URL as the movie website that they had in 1999. Um, So they basically did that. And I mean, this this trailer doesn't look bad. It's just, I don't care. I've never watched The Matrix. My plan is to watch The Matrix before this movie comes out. Yeah, so I have seen The Matrix. I think the you do one? need to watch 2 and 3. I've not seen 2 and 3. I have seen a recap what happens in 2 and 3, and it does look terrible. What well, I've thought? seen most of the stuff that happens in The Matrix through review channels, the like clips that I've seen online and all of that. So I have a basic understanding of what The Matrix is, how The Matrix works, what happens in The Matrix, all of that. The philosophy of The Matrix, the deeper meanings, how it's like a trans... Um, symbolism and whatnot because the directors were transitioning through the making of these movies and whatnot and how all of that is a thing i get all of that i just never watched them so this movie whilst it's big for everyone else i don't have any interest but maybe after watching them all i'll have an interest and maybe i'll enjoy this movie a lot yeah so i actually really enjoyed the first matrix i think the first matrix is fantastic well yeah it's a classic and then everyone hates the second and third which is understandable because the second and third one is terrible. Yes. Well, that's my general understanding. It's like the first one is incredible, one of the best movies ever, and then second and third one kind of try and overcomplicate it too much and fail doing it in execution. So they're like... Yeah. And but However, this one seems like it is going back. So I believe at the end of the third one, the Matrix Neo got reset. Dies. Yes. Neo, Neo dies supposedly, and the Matrix got reset. Well, Neo supposedly dies. Because you don't see his body get destroyed. And whenever a body isn't destroyed, then they're not dead or they can come back. Because you can still... Or maybe his consciousness got uploaded into the Matrix and his body perished, but his mind didn't. There's a lot of fan theories on this. But in this trailer, we see him taking the blue pill every day. Yes. Probably because he has a chosen one. And then whatever reason. Well, people are... Well, from this fan speculation that I've seen because I'm sad and I go and look. <laughs> look. I don't like the movie, but I still go and look at all the fanfare and whatnot about this. It looks like the Matrix basically got reset, and in order to keep the one basically suppressed, they set up a scenario where he's basically living his life, but he's taking the blue pill to keep him suppressed because he's being subscribed it by his therapist. And the overarching thing is that his therapist and all of that is going to be the big bads and whatnot. Just it's the computer program. So if they keep him nulled and dull and he just lives his life and then he suddenly runs into Trinity and it all kicks off and he starts learning about his past and starts having the hallucinations and he stops taking the blue pill and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I believe they're going to set up this film as a reboot effectively, which ironically for most franchises, I mean, it's terrible. However, The Matrix is the only franchise you can have a sequel as a reboot. Yes, and it makes sense. Yes. 
Also, this is Keanu Reeves, so Keanu Reeves is on a high point in his career at this moment, so who, at this point, I don't think he can fail. No. I'm still, mean... dis- I'm still disappointed, though, that this movie isn't coming out on the same release date of John Wick 4, because out of those two movies, if I had to go and see one day one, I would have gone and seen John Wick 4. I would have gone see Matrix if I had to see one or the other. My next time I've seen John Wick. <laughs> well, I've only seen all the John Wicks, so that it would have been like, well, if I had to pick, I would have gone and seen John Wick 4. Even though I don't really like the John Wick franchise. I think Keanu Reeves is good. I like the action, but I think the stories are just crap at this point. Because it's all just overcomplicated nonsense for why he killed his dog. And it's like, give it a little bit more justification why he's continuing to do that. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like very stretched at this point. He's they killed his dog, and then he's gone and trying to dismantle an entire structure that basically gave him an out. And then he turned around and went, "Nah, I don't want that out. I'm just going to kill everyone." Yes, but yeah, but we'll have to wait and I... see. Although this is technically not the fourth film in the Matrix franchise. No, there was an anime uh, animatrix movie. Yes, which is an anime dance. So I know you'd love it. Well, how? And then there's apparently a... I've heard that it fills in a lot of gaps. Well, there's also a video game that is apparently still canon that takes place after the events of the movie, the third one, that people are speculating will tie into this because Morpheus isn't in it. And in the video game spoilers, he dies. So that is potentially why Morpheus doesn't return in this. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. This movie could be terrible, but it could also be good. I think the fans are just going to push it the same way the fans pushed The Force Awakens. Yes. I reckon if Spider-Man does, like like we've said, uh, in our first to a billion dollar movie, this is one of those movies that has the highest chance of doing it because of the fandom, people's love of Keanu Reeves, the time that it's releasing. I still don't think it's going to reach a billion. I don't think it, The Matrix is that popular. I think if it's a it, vocal... If if it releases on HBO, then no. If it, I don't remember if this is one of the movies releasing on HBO Max and with a cinema release. Because I think Warner Brothers might be doing that. And if they do that, then no. I don't think it will hit a, milli- a billion. Yes, HBO Max. Yeah, then it's not going to hit a billion. Because people will just stream it. Well, apparently HBO Max is going to be exclusive for one month. Is it after the theatrical release? I'm not sure. Possibly. Well, we'll leave it at that and then move on to some other streaming and TV movie news and all that lovely nonsense. Oh, no, here we go. Um, no, it's a month later. Ah, so, so it'll come to theaters and then go to HBO Max. Yeah, because I think they're doing that now. I think they're giving Oh, no, theaters... no, I was wrong. I was wrong. It, 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 it's oh, coming at the same time. Christ. I, I misread it. It's coming at the same time a month. Ugh, fucking hell, Dan. Sorry, Just giving sorry. people false information and then immediately taking it back. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, it's not making a billion. <laughs> and no chance. <laughs> nah, not with it coming out on HBO Max because then it would just get pirated and people will watch it like that if they don't want to pay for HBO Max. It might do well at the box office, probably raking like a couple million. Yeah, maybe like a hundred million. million. Or 200 million, that, that'll be it. Yeah. It, it'll be Unless worldwide. It... Domestic, domes- the domestic box office will be terrible. Yeah. I reckon worldwide would be alright, but yeah. 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 However, we've got some other random streaming news to go through. That, yes. Including one which I think you're going to be absolutely ecstatic for. Yeah. There is a rumored A Little Battle Angel TV show coming to Disney Plus. See, this doesn't like okay. So in the future, ladies and gentlemen, 
we have our first ever commentary coming out on our TVOs, which is an Alita Battle Angel review. The worst movie ever created in cinematic history. My least favorite movie. Which apparently we're in the minority for somehow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so you'll be able to watch along uh, as we talk over the movie and you can hear all of my hatred and vitriol spewing out of my little mouth going, hey, look, I hate this movie because at the time of going and watching the movie, I hated it so much, I went back to the cinema and wrote a shit ton of notes of every moment I hated in the movie. And so when that comes out, you'll be able to hear my point-for-point recollection of a movie that came out in 2018, I think, or 2017. I can't remember when it actually came out. But yeah, uh, so this TV series probably isn't... uh... 2019. Fuck, it was only two years ago. Jesus Christ. Felt like a lifetime ago. <laughs> you just want to forget about that much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world because it's probably going to explore different characters and other stuff. If it explores the same characters from that show, I'm going to hate it. If I'm honest, I think Anita Bath Angel could work as a TV show. It just doesn't work as a film. Well, no, because end- I'm not going to get into it. You can fucking hear all my thoughts in it when we release the episode on 100th episode. Never have to wait. And you have to, just as a word of warning, you pretty much have to watch it with the TV show, sorry, the, the film, on, which is on Disney Plus. Yep. For it to make That's sense. how we watched it. Well, no, you could just hear our hit vitriol. You don't have to make any sense. If you've already watched it, you don't have to watch along. But if you want it to make a bit more sense, watch along. But this doesn't anger me as much as that movie does. No, because I feel I like will not the story be watching can it. Developed in this one. Yeah, I won't be watching it. I hate this fucking universe. It's shit, and I don't like it. But I would, uh, if if it's confirmed that there's all the characters returning from the movie, I'm gonna burn my Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going to work? What do you I'm going to get one of their flyers and I'm going to burn that. Okay. <laughs> and then post it to my YouTube channel. And say, fuck. here's my Disney Plus. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, yeah, let's go on to something I actually enjoy, Dan. Destiny 2. Carrying on with the rumours, Destiny 2 are setting up to have a possible massive film and TV franchise. Yes. This is definitely an interesting choice because there's been a Halo movie and TV show in development hell for years, and this is a similar franchise with extensive lore, and it was made by the same studio in terms of like creation and whatnot. And so I don't know how they do this without it just looking kind of cheap and crappy unless they put a massive budget behind it. Yes, I feel like they need someone like HBO to pick it up. Or Disney or something like that. Yes, just someone, someone like that to pick it up because so an Amazon... every single bit of scenery in this Disney D- Disney universe just it's doesn't CGI. exist. Yeah, it's all CGI. It's all it's all big rocks and ice glaciers and floating platforms and yeah, the amount of heavy... money it would have to do to create. I, I would watch it actually. To be honest, I don't think I would care if the CGI is bad as long as, as, long as the story is good. Yeah, well, they have done live action trailers which look all right. Where they have like the people with the costumes and like have like yeah actually do you know what they're not thinking about it a lot of destiny is dark if you have a lot of the ascension plane a lot of hive dungeons it's all very dark and dark is really good for low budget yes because you don't have to highlight as much of the scenery it's all just obscured by darkness yes so this it could work I think the destiny story. Is very good and there's a lot of source. It's to it. very deep. 
Yes. So there's a lot to take from. You could do a lot of different storylines. I think they would have to pretty much cut out all the lore. <laughs> for a fra- for the figures, for a franchise that people says has no story, it has the most extensive story imaginable. You just I've have never to seen go a and look. Game with this much lore. There's some, but like this is one of the ones with the most lore behind it. Maybe World of Warcraft say, might have more. I don't know, but I know Skyrim. Skyrim has a lot of lore behind it, like like background lore. Because Skyrim's been up for of... many more years than Destiny has. Yeah, but it's only one game, and it's been... It's kind like, of it's... You've got Elder Scrolls, it's all tied in, isn't it? Yeah, but that sort of, like, thing. But yeah, the, the only thing that I've worried about it is it's, like, the same thing with the Halo thing. The Halo... There's been a Halo game, like, TV show or movie in development hell for years, and I feel like this could potentially be stuck in that same thing, because how that you would That is true. Adapt... However, I believe Halo is owned by Xbox or Microsoft, right? Yes. So this is... That is the difference. This is now an independent franchise. Yes. It's got no headroom under it. So, But I... it's, it's, not, it's not the studio that has the problem. It's the fact that like how the director you choose, the budget that you want to set for it, because it's like, do you set a low budget and then have it not be fully realized? Or do you give it a massive budget and then have it potentially tank? It's, it's uh, like the scripts, the production, like all that. It's just you're putting a lot of money into something, and if it if it's not perfect and the fans don't like it and whatnot, you're gonna you're gonna try and simplify it for new people. You're gonna hardcore it for hardcore fans. You're gonna like there's yes, a balancing. I, I feel like you would have I to simplify like... it. Yeah, you can't not simplify it. You have to allow it. If you want it to be a success, you have to allow it for new people to get on board. People who don't know what Destiny is, and you'd have yes. to. I don't know which storyline you would do. I don't know if Taken King... I reckon if you did the the bits, like all the lore before the current timeline, like the Golden Age, basically. Actually, like that's the true. Collapse... I would love to see a Golden Age TV show. Yeah, the collapse of the society and everything, the Clovis Bray, all of that stuff. I mean, actually, that'd be fantastic if a TV show, like the first season was just before the collapse, and then yeah. the cliffhanger is the collapse. The yeah. episode. And that would be fantastic. Everything... I would love to. Yeah. I want to watch it. <laughs> Hire me, Dick. De- Hi, I mean, Destiny 2 TV show runners. I'll, well, I'll talk about hiring. Uh, let's just get into where this rumor started off. So it's been spotted that Bungie has a listing for among dozens of new employees for senior positions of executive placements in development for film, TV, and transmedia. Yeah, that also includes advertising, though. Like yes, yeah. So it basically means high-up directors for managing all of film, TV, and advertising for all that. Yeah, so it could just be they want... Uh, advertising people. yes i mean it's not even green yet so it would probably be after destiny's finished <laughs> yeah probably this would come out so i think the final season of destiny or the final expansion is 2024 mm. so I mean, you might see something in like 2026 <laughs> if you're lucky we'll we'll keep you posted on keep any you posted news five after. years five years time we might get a destiny show i mean and we might be a successful podcasting team you never know yeah, maybe. Do you want to know of a show that's coming out very soon, though, Dan? Yes, go, go for the opposite end of the spectrum. Alter Ego, Dan. Meet the colourful avatars of Fox's new singing competition, Alter Ego. Is so it actual this... avatar? No, this is oh. people in full body tracking suits making virtual reality character competition singers. So it looks interesting. Oh, wow. It's actually it's got, like, like, big artists in this. Yeah, it's got um, Elon Musk's girlfriend. I can't remember her name. 
because I can't see it right immediately. See, I right? feel like this is the Mass Singer. <laughs> well, this is it's based. I think it's built by the same like runners, like yeah. The people apparently, who this the... comes out straight afterwards, so it's on the TV yeah. show. It comes out straight after. I actually would be hurt to watch this. I will never watch it because I hate singing shows. Same, but I'm just sort of curious about technology and stuff. See what it looks uh, like. Yeah, that they're, they're, they're supposedly doing a behind the scenes on how all the technology works and like the real time tracking of the people's bodies and everything like that. Um, uh, it's got Will I Am, Grimes, Alanis Morissette, and Nick Latchley uh, serving on the judging panel, and it's hosted by Rosie Diaz. Uh, they also Lake Lakely, the other guy, Nick guy. We'll also give an exclusive backstage tour and show the viewer how the Alter Ego motion capture technology works during a 30-minute Masked Singer sneak peek special after. So yeah, this just caught my eye because virtual body tracking and all of that, real-time tracking, like at virtual avatars, it's like a thing on YouTube and Twitch where people use like avatars, like with motion tracking. The biggest one is probably Code Miko or Mako. Can't say like I've heard of them. Well, they're like a Twitch streamer who's like interviews like other Twitch streamers, but she has a full body tracking suit and she's got like pink hair and she's like a cute anime girl thing. Uh, I think she's probably the biggest one that people know. And then people have like their like furries, I think, have avatars. And stuff like that. <laughs> furries have to be it, involved somehow. Yeah, there's there's a lot of because it's just people who don't want to show their face having a cat because people like to look at something if you're reacting to stuff and if you're shy and you don't want to show your face then this is the alternate way to do it ah perfect for us no i i don't have any what if we did alter egos live podcast edition you know just saying Get maybe the... one day maybe, maybe we'll run day. out of ideas episode 200 maybe. special <laughs> maybe got a year yeah a year to get enough money to do this <laughs> <laughs> well to be honest there's like three programs that can do it so i think it's more the suit that's quite expensive oh what a furry no, the motion capture suit. Oh, no, you don't even know. A lot of them don't need motion capture. Like, there are ones that just use your webcam. Oh, wow. And will just map it over your face. Like the um, AR emoji things that Samsung and Apple do. Ah, yeah, those things. Yeah, it'll just do that. Like, you can get really expensive ones that are like video game ones, but you can just have your uh, phone do it for you or your webcam and then have the software running in the background. But yeah, this that was just a show that looked interesting. It's like that Netflix Mask Dates or whatever it is where you have the furry beasts or whatever it is where it's like oh, that, a bunch of, I remember that. Yeah. That sounds so and, it, and it's just people dressed up in the worst outfits because they're like, "Oh, let's have these people look really ugly and show that people can love without seeing the person behind it." And then they have like the most sexy people underneath all that makeup and stuff and it's like, "Oh, so you just they just end up dating hot people anyway." So what was the point? Like you could have had a guy with um, elephantitis go on the show and find love because why? What? What's the point? They covered in makeup. They could have hidden it all, and then they could have shown people do love without having physical attraction. Well, talking about odd news to do with movies, you love NFTs, don't you? Nope. Well, a new Anthony Hopkins NFT movie, Zero Contract, unveils trailer. Yeah, so this is the first ever movie that is an NFT. Fantastic. Yep. So does that mean only one person is going to buy it? <laughs> uh, For the whole film? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't actually fully understand how this works. Uh, maybe it's just the trailer? It might be but, just the trailer. It makes more sense. But no, I think it is the full movie. So 
Produced in 17 different countries entirely virtually during the 2020 global pandemic, Zero Contact follows five characters based all over the world, connected only by their devotion to the late founder and tech titan Finley Hart, Anthony Hopkins. Forced to work together to shut down Hart's most most secret invention, a machine that is either the solution to mankind's problems or the end of life on Earth, the in... The ensemble cast also features Veronica Veres, Alex Punikov, Chris Bruchu, Lily Krug, TJ Kamaya, and Martin Stenmark. I have butchered all of their names. <laughs> uh, so, promotional tour runs a little bit different than most, as it should be, since it's truly one of the first NFT movie blended experiences. Valu says via a press release they plan on dropping new content for fans over several consecutive drops and they include an exclusive platinum edition auction launching on September 24th. In addition, a golden ticket sweepstake launching today, okay, that was a couple days ago, will offer 100 early NFT fans each week a chance to score NFT bundles just for signing up at the VLU.io site. Uh, your, name, your naming skills are just fantastic, you know. V U E L E dot I O is the site, I guess. You guess? Uh, Doesn't sound well, very it says, sure. It says signing up to that word site, so I guess that's the site. Um, from the way we shot the film using Zoom and remote production to a distribution of on the first global NFT platform, we're thrilled to bring a film. Does I think it is the film? I think it the is film. A film. Is it is gen- film. Yeah, I think you the have film to buy an NFT to watch the film. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> what is the point? NFTs are worth money. <laughs> yeah, but what's the fuck? Like point? hundred quid a ticket, and they'll be like, "Yeah, people will buy it because NFTs." It means yeah, you own a cinema ticket a for life. <laughs> I guess, but like, what? See, the I, real I, realistic I, question is, what is the whole point of NFT anyway? When it's just a piece of artwork that you don't actually own. Yeah, I imagine someone's going to pirate this, and I could just watch it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well, I, I don't get it. Whatever, who cares? Let's move on. I'm sick of the NFTs. <laughs> Well, let's move on to we've lost the controller of the newser and we've got another massive topic to discuss. Yep, which is Sony. Sony's PlayStation Showcase Showcase? PlayStation Showcase, Showcase. 2021. Yeah, so Xbox has been dominating the news in most cases because they have games now. So what did Sony go and do? Brought games yes. to show off. Sony, the king of exclusives. Or queen, can be a queen. Yes. So, we started off with Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. A game I've never played. Same. But it's very, very popular. Um, Apparently so. It's also coming to PC. Yes. A lot. Some of these, well, that's the big thing. Something I never expected is coming up later, but that's coming to PC that I didn't expect, which is the Uncharted series is coming to PC. Yes, it does. See, it's very interesting to see how Sony is branching to PC. I do think one day they might actually bring all the users to PC. <sighs> They might do. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's the big first thing. It's just a teaser trailer at the moment. They've got uh, Aspire is working on it, and it's apparently a full remake. They're focusing on the story of the original game, and they're just basically going to overhaul it, remake all the graphics, make the... I think it's also an online multiplayer game, so that would be interesting. Oh, wow. Maybe cross-play yeah. enabled. Never know. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's apparently one of the best Star Wars games that's out there. So who knows? I think Aspire has done like a load of other remakes of big games. So They have. Uh, next up, there was Project Eve, which is This a... was anime as all hell. Yeah. It's a, it's so kind I know of you a... hated it. Bay- Bayonetta. 
looking action game? Yeah. You don't know what Bayonetta is. No idea, but I read it off the article. It's a sexy girl with hair that is her suit of body armor. Ah, it almost sounds like a little Buster Angel. Not even in the slightest. I literally just got anime and body parts shifting. Her hair is basically living and it wraps around her and that's her suit of... So if she doesn't have her hair wrapped around her, she's naked. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Yeah. It's also a Nintendo game. Like one of those. So it's it's weird. I've never played them, but they're like massive monsters, massive um, fight scenes. And this looks pretty fucking decent for um, like very graphically advanced. Uh, Then we had Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is the Borderlands spinoff with... Uh, Final Fan, uh, not Final Fantasy. Uh, uh, it's uh, fantasy themed. Yes, we so it's, did it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, but we with did guns. talk about this in an episode a few weeks back. Yeah, when it was first announced. Yeah. But now we got like full gameplay trailer, like the the weapons that are going to be in it, the actual setting, like a bit more because it was just a teaser last time. It was just announced. This is an actual yeah showcase of what the game's going to play like, basically. It looks pretty fun. There was also a Forspoken trailer, which is a Square Enix game coming out in 2022. Spring of yeah, I think this game was Project Something Carother when it was first announced, and then it got changed to Forspoken. I can't remember what the name originally was, but I know it was Project Something, and it was like when the PlayStation 5 first launched, it, like the first showcase that they did. It was like that big open world game that everyone was like, that looks really next gen. Right. And I think yeah, this yeah. is, it was just called Project Something or Other, but it wasn't uh, an actual title yet. And now it's gone named Forspoken. And this looks really fun. Like it's, well, maybe apparently it's going to. Square Enix can make a comeback from the last two films. Films, games, last two games. Games. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Avengers but... and what was the other one I keep forgetting about? Outriders? Uh, Yes, Outriders. Yeah. It's forgettable already. <laughs> And the Guardians of the Galaxy game got a new trailer that looks all right. There's space combat in it, which is interesting. But yeah, this game has a mix between New York, I think, and the open world fantasy world. So you're going to switch between going, like, walking around New York and walking around this, uh, like, you'll get the story from the New York perspective and then, or where, whatever city it's set in, and then you'll get the fantasy open world adventuring and the combat and all of that. Yes, so, this actually does look very good from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, then we got some more Rainbow uh, Six or Five Extraction. Rainbow Five Extraction? Rainbow Six Extraction? Yeah, Rainbow Six Extraction. What's your five? Which is, <laughs> I don't know. I saw the X and then I did see the... Um, well, that would be 10, isn't it? X is 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I always forget, fucking forget Roman numerals. Um, Let's take Roman numerals. This... It's six. <laughs> that is Roman numerals. What, S-I-X? Yeah, IX is Roman numerals for lettering. Uh, IX numbers. is, that's nine. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> still not right. Well, then they did it wrong. Because it's IX is nine then. So why is... So it's not even six. It's got an S in it. Oh, oh, I... I yeah, I... Oh, fuck, I didn't see the... I thought it was rainbows and then uh, six. No. <laughs> not rainbows nine. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> it's rainbows six. Look, my brain... My brain doesn't work properly. So, whatever. I mean, it's not like this it's even that zombie. much different. Rainbows are different... Rainbow's bold and six is in I don't care. I don't care. I'm stupid. It's late. This is their zombie plague thing that's like co-op. It looks pretty fun, but I'll never play it. So We also had a first look at Alan Wake Remaster. Yes. So Alan Wake was like a game that people liked. The only game that I know is that uh, it's the people who did um, Control. That game where you have like the superpowers and you 
Like it was a really good game from what people said. It's like a uh the female heroine, red hair. She can do like telekinesis throwing shit at people. That game, if you ever saw anyone. Not sure I can say I know about the game. It was like a very, very big game. Um like one of the most critically awarded games of the last few years. And the biggest news is- of the of the whole event? We had Grand news about GTA Five Remaster. Yes. Um, it looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> I think all they've done is probably in, uh, improve the load times. And maybe ray tracing as well. It doesn't even look like they have fucking ray tracing. Well, you can, you can see from the god rays. There's no god rays. Oh, great. Cool. You know, it adds so much experience. It's probably better shadows as well. Better. All I know is that you get a million pound uh, dollars or whatever it is in GTA up until it's released. So if you're a PlayStation user. Yeah, I mean, so. that, that's all it's there. It's just got a bit of ray tracing now. But you have to log in. So as much as I'd love to claim it, I have to log in. And I haven't logged into GTA in so long. So who gives a shit? I think this ever ever good thing about it is the fact you've now got... It's not so long load waiting times. You can just shift that's between characters really quickly. Yeah, they'll they'll have improved that. That was basically it. Yeah. I never finished the story of GTA Five. I pretty much just started really it watched... and then never just... I can't be bothered. Went to GTA Online, did GTA Races. Only reason why I got the game, yeah. GTA Racing. Also, are they going to make you pay for this again? Because they made you pay for it again for PS4. Ah, probably. They're going to make money somehow. Sweet. Uh, then we got Ghostwire Tokyo, which is the fun one because it's owned by Microsoft now. And this was pre-Microsoft acquisition. So it's now an exclusive for PlayStation, but it's owned by Bethesda, who is now owned by Microsoft. So all the money is basically going to go to Microsoft. <laughs> this game is also coming to PC as well. Yes, uh, but it looks fun. It's like you're fighting demons and a weird headless schoolgirl from the trailer. Um, it looks kind of fun. I mean, I don't have much to say on it. Uh, it's not my type of game, but it is. It looks pretty fun. It looks pretty cool. I mean, all the graphics for pretty much all these games look fantastic. Apart from yeah, they apart all from look stunning. Yeah, GTA looks the same. Uh, then we got Guardians of the Galaxy, which basically reveals the Nova Core, the main storyline. What what they, what you're fighting? This weird cult like dude. Uh, it's got some ship combat, bit more of the sense of humor that I didn't really enjoy. I don't. I feel like the trailer cut a weird gag out because it's it's Peter Quill clutching at his heart, pretending he has a um. He's having a heart attack, and then the guy goes, "What are you doing?" And then it's just him just standing up and going, "Well, that 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 was a thing that happened." <laughs> I I don't get what the I know this game has choices, so you can choose like different choices, and they'll affect the storyline. But Similar I don't know to if that... Detroit Become Human. Or yeah, Telltale or like games. the tell yeah the Telltale games and stuff like that. So I think that's. I imagine one of the options is like fake a heart attack, and then like <laughs> it's just awkward. I guess I don't know. I don't Probably. know what they're going for with that joke, but they've got also a space dog that can talk. So, I mean, and it's got a Russian accent, so it looks fun. And once again, the graphics look, I mean, all the ray tracing you can tell on this one. All the colors yeah. are popping a lot. Looks pretty good. I mean, the, some of the characters look a bit clunky, but I it mean. It looks like a Square Enix been... game. Well, it is a Square Enix game. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that would... my point. Square Enix has got a very particular character style. Yeah, we got a bit more about Blood Hunt, which is a vampire battle royale, basically. Yes. Where you go around, which looks. It all was right. already on PC. I think it's quite popular. It's free to play and it's coming to console later this year. I don't oh. think it's PlayStation exclusive. I think it's on PS and. Oh, no, I don't think it's Xbox. This one's coming to everything. Um, then we got a bit more of Deathloop, 
but this video is unavailable, so we'll move right along. <laughs> We're going to take an hour for some reason. Who knows why? Uh, Dan, do you know who Radiohead are? I have heard of Radiohead. They're a very popular band. And do you know who Epic is? What, what do you mean ep- Epic as an Epic? Yeah, Epic. Oh, you mean the brand, the band Epic? No, the video game company. The one who's fighting Apple. Yeah, but what do you mean they're coming to PS5? <laughs> well, Radiohead and Epic are coming to PS5. So the Epic Store... So basically... It's Epic and Radiohead are making a game called Kid Amnesia, uh, and it's an amnesiatic virtual ex- exhibition presented by Radiohead and Epic. Kid A is one of my favorite albums. Okay. So I think it's just a like musical showcase, but it's like, I don't know what it is. It doesn't really explain it. it it's a weird trailer. Well, apparently it's coming in but November. It, I don't think it's a game. Well, I think it's an experience for VR, so. That makes sense. PlayStation but are still trying to how Ep- do the VR, push it, get this sales. Coming- yeah. I imagine you can do it without VR, but who knows. Uh, then we got a weird little game where you can fly into a pigeon and a dog and a crab. <laughs> yeah. That's about that, it. that was all I got. Yeah, and then it looks like it's an environmental message game because it's like this like sweet little island and then this big industrial um, oil rig or whatever it is comes in at the end. Yeah, I think this is a game for children to help children to learn about the environment and stuff probably i mean it looks fun it's got um a little ukulele section which is placed uh the last of us 2 uh mechanic of using the touchpad to play the musical notes so who yeah. who cares this has also got the running theme of coming to ps4 ps5 and the epic store in 2022 yep uh then we got the reveal the uncharted leg uh Char- uncharted 4 and the lost legacy are coming to playstation 5 and uh, PC out early 2022. Uh, See, I think so... the reason why all these games are coming to PC is because of the lack of PS5s. No, I think P- Sony is trying to move to PC just to. Well, but like, do you not think? Get... Because the console shortages are going to go on to 2023, right? Well, no, because this game's already out on PS4, so why would they need to fucking worry about well, PS5? I think it's just give them more money in it. I guess, but I don't think Sony would want to carve out because less at, of at this a point, reason to. If you're going to remaster yeah, a game for PS5, of... you're not going to get that many sales just for PS5. So you have to put it on PC to up up the sales to make it yeah, worthwhile. Yeah, but you're also then lim- no, because then you have less of a reason to buy the console if you can buy it on PC. You can't buy the console anyway. Yeah, but if you're not having a fucking reason to buy the console, you can't why buy would the not... console. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, that's but that you're then lessening your. Yeah, There's only these reason ones for because p- it seems like after 2023. It's not going into PC <laughs> or late 2022. Mm. So this was a big one that got revealed later. Marvel's Wolverine. Yep, it's I'm just buying a cinematic. A <laughs> it's just a cinematic, but it is a gruff, bloodied Wolverine sitting at a bar and a guy coming up behind him with a knife. And then you get a shot of his claws coming out of his fist. And that's it. That's all we get. Also, there's a... um license plate that says hulk something on it and it's basically a reference to a comic of uh wolverine versus the hulk so people are now speculating that hulk's gonna be in it and he's gonna fight wolverine just from a license plate on the bar i mean who knows i really hope this is an 18 or m-rated or also it's made by the people who made spider-man so it's on insomniac insomniac have had a great reputation right now they're on a roll with all the games i made. yes this is also coming out before the next Insomniac game that we're talking about later on. Because we've got to talk about Gran Turismo 7. It's finally got a release date of March 2022. Uh, and this is a fucking impressive game. When did Gran Turismo like, 6 come out? I don't remember. Uh, like 2015? 
20, no, 26. Wasn't that like Gran Turismo Sport? Oh, I don't remember. I, I feel like I, 6 I was back in PS3 days, wasn't it? Yeah, PS3, 2013. Yeah, it's been, 2013. What, 8, 9 years since the last one? Last one in the mainline series, and then Sport was Sport was 2017. So it's been a couple years since the last Grand, Theft, uh, Grand Turismo game. That's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Like yeah, this one looks fucking crazy though because some of the shots in it, I thought it was real footage, just because of how graphic. Yeah, some nice of it, it. Some looked. of it does look just fantastic. Like the cities, the like the cars themselves just look like photo. There's also now like photo modes. You can customize your cars in incredible ways. You like purchase different engine parts and stuff like that. Um, I just it looks crazy, man. Like I I don't really play driving games much anymore but like i played gt uh, gran turismo 5 that was like the last one i played properly um and i wanted to play the gran turismo game that like i think it was sport because it had the vr mode yeah um, the vr mode was pretty cool actually because every different car yeah. had different interior yeah i wanted to do that but i didn't have time to play it and i didn't i wanted to get the driving wheel and then i never got driving wheel so i was just like ah, oh, i'll do that eventually uh and then dan i know you want to talk about this one spider-man 2 yeah. Another reason why I'm going to get a PS5. <laughs> I have to play three yep. games. <laughs> three this games. one interests me, though, because uh, Craven the Hunter is probably the big bad, and then you got Venom. Yes. Uh, I think it was pretty obvious that it would be Venom based on the last Spider Man. It was setting up, I think it was the cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, isn't it Harry Osborn Venom? Yes, now? Harry Osborn, not Eddie Brock. Or they might still have Eddie Brock. Also, you might get uh, uh, Green Goblin. Because Norman Osborn. Yes, I don't think there was Green Goblin in the last one, if I remember. No, it was uh, Electro... Doc Ock, Negative Man. Who else was it? Lizard? Vulture? Vulture. Oh, Rhino? The six. Probably Rhino, I think it was. Is that six? And then you had Taskmaster as like a little side villain. Yes, I don't think... Oh, that was a... Uh, yeah, side quest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine they're bringing... Uh, for this one, they're going to bring in all like the heavy hitters. So like, yeah... Norman Osborn's Green Goblin. Yes, it looks fantastic. I I want it. <laughs> uh, it's got Miles Morales and Peter Parker Spider Man playing. Like probably you'll switch between the two of them during combat. I imagine. Yeah. Well. So you'll get. I hope it might be multiplayer. They might do a multiplayer mode for it. No, I do. But I think I think I think it'll be like um one of those ge- probably like the Guardians of the Galaxy game that's coming out where you switch or like you can use the other character's powers maybe. So, like, you can, for the Guardians one, you can, like, choose the character that you want to use, and then they'll use a special or something. Or it'll be, like, different story points where uh, Miles Morales has gone off and done something, or Peter Parker goes off and does something, and then you'll just kind of... Well, who knows? You might even get Spider... It might be a multiverse. Who knows? Maybe, Every maybe. Spider-Man thing is a multiverse. I don't think it will be, because and then Dan... Miles Morales wasn't the multiverse that was set up in the first Spider-Man. Yeah. And then last, uh, but not the... least... God of War Ragnarok, the big one that everyone wanted to see gameplay of. And this game looks pretty fucking cool. I will still not finish the first one. I need to come back and finish it. I've never played it. (laughs) I want to play it, but I don't have the time to play it, and I know it's a big game. Um, But this looks like more God of War, and it looks like he's now got grappling hooks, which I always love in a video game. Uh, It looks like it's a lot more open. Like, there's more traversal of, like, the world and stuff like that. There's sled sledding, like, dog sleds and stuff like that. Um, And he's fighting four. So that's pretty fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty cool. Like, that's I mean, I don't have much to say about it. I did like we'll the gameplay in the first one. I just didn't get yeah. back to it because I ran out of time and 
sort of the reason why I don't finish many things is when I run out of time. The running joke on this podcast. Yes, we're finishing we, things. we do a lot of stuff. Well, let's go on to... we got more Sony news. Uh, Sony has bought its third studio this year, uh, and it's basically called Fires, Fire Sprite, uh, which has worked closely with Sony, creating several titles together. Most notably, the developer created The Playroom and The Playroom VR. Uh, Sp- Fire Sprite also developed behind The Persistence, a horror shooter originally released on the PS4 as a PSVR title before coming a non-VR version on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PS PC. Um, so there are kind of like their... Well, they developed The Playroom, basically, so that's their, like, sort of showcase of what the consoles can do stuff so yeah i mean i imagine sony are going to want to continue working with this they do like yeah. the playrooms and they might maybe they'll make another vr one or when the vr yeah, 2 they're, comes they're, out they're, they're more they're they're more experimental like here's a showcase of what our console can do what you're gonna get from it what you like they created the astrobots i think yeah the little robot do so yeah i i mean why wouldn't they want to also, Sony's got to kind of buy studios if they want to compete with Microsoft at this point, but they can't afford to pay the big bucks like Microsoft has. So them buying like big studio, like I think the biggest one for them is Insomniac buying that because they're making what Wolverine, Spider-Man 2, and like they're just knocking it out. They made Ratchet and Clank, they made Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales, and they made Spider-Man. Like Insomniac was the best purchase Sony's made in a while. So, yeah. I genuinely believe that Insomniac could become the best development studio of all time. Very likely. Like, Sony has a good track record of getting studios or making studios like that make exclusives that are just well-rounded and well-good. And do, 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 Okay, another very quick sidetrack, very quick. Do you think mm-hmm. Insomniac might be starting to create their own kind of Avengers game? I'm curious as to whether or not Marvel has the plans to maybe force the studios that are making the games to cross it over. Yeah, because we've seen because the Avengers game didn't work. And the reason, I think the reason why it didn't work is the same reason why... Well, they made it multiplayer and they shouldn't have made it multiplayer. Yeah. If they made, just, it, if they made it single player, because no, if they make a multiplayer game and the multiplayer doesn't capture anyone's attention, it's fucking hard to find people who are playing it. It's the AI isn't good enough to play with, so it's like, oh, the AI is crashing because they expect people to be playing it. They don't expect AI to be running it, so they don't focus on the AI. But if people aren't playing your game and the AI is the majority of what you're playing with and it's not good, then people won't enjoy it and will stop playing the game. Multiplayer is fine, but it has to be first player, single player first, and then have an optional campaign co-op. I think yes. a campaign should have no more than two people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that game. Also, they tried to microtransaction that game heavily, and it just yes. I think that's one good thing that Sony do, Sony is doing. They don't. And to be fair, same as Microsoft as well. When you buy, well, they said that they wouldn't games. be microtransactioning that game, and then they microtransaction that game, which was weird. Yeah, you never. That's the thing with third parties. It their money comes from the game sales and microtransactions, whereas. Yeah. There's exclusives, the money comes from Sony and Microsoft, so they have loads of money to deal with. But at least, I guess, the licensing for all of the Marvel stuff isn't locked behind one studio. No, it's like not. I, 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 like the Star Wars stuff that's now no longer happening, because like, EA did a shit job with Star Wars, and so having it be open and have maybe one game that's good and then maybe one game that's bad, but it's like open and different developers can EA play have only made one good Star Wars game. Yeah, and it was... Fallen Order. Yes, that was a fantastic game. Although I, although I heard Squadron's pretty good if you like flight 
games. Yeah, but Squadron isn't really... I don't think flight games are that popular in terms of overall like loads of people. It's not pop- yeah, so popular. Yeah, but that doesn't so mean it's not a good game. No, I'm not saying it's not a good game, but in terms of majority, like I forgot the word is like... Um, Things. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it, it, I meant like a word that's talk, like appeals to multiple different people instead of just appealing to yeah. one specific group. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then the last bit of Sony news is the ex-PlayStation exec says PS5 budgets to exceed $200 million in the future. That is a lot of money. Yeah. So, like, the big AAA titles of, like, The Last of Us 2, God of War, uh, Horizon, all probably cost this big batch of money. And so the, the look is that Sony is looking to push that amount of money into a lot of their exclusives, basically, for most of their games. Which makes sense. So, so I truly believe PlayStation does well because of exclusives. No other reason. Yeah. Like, that is why you buy a PlayStation is for the exclusive titles. And, and it's why I'm going to buy a PlayStation, because I really want to play those three games. Spider-Man 2. And Miles Morales. Yeah, exactly. That's one that, of them. Yeah. Miles Morales. Well, you have Spider-Man it on PS4, 2. right? I don't have it. No, I don't. Oh. Are you waiting until PS5? Yeah, I was going to wait for it. Yeah. Because I've heard it doesn't really play great on the PS4. Well, it's not as graphically great, as well, It's not graphically great. I think the loading times are long. And I was just thinking, I can't yeah. really be bothered. <laughs> there is a... If you have a PS4 Pro... Uh, and you get an external SSD drive. Apparently, it's comparable, like not as good, but comparable to a PS5 load times on a PS4 Pro. I do not have a PS4 drive. Pro. So. <laughs> well, you can get one oh, relatively easily. No, you could get one relatively easily. Buy an SSD card for relatively cheap. Buy Miles Morales, and then you could play it. <laughs> I'll yeah, just wait compar- until I get a PS5. Yeah, it, it's a workaround until you get a PS5 if you want to go super weird, boy. But yeah, Sony's ramping up. It's like this is an ex-executive, so it might not fully expire. But like Sony probably is going to start making its games even more expensive, basically. Yeah. Like the budgets of these games, like these AAA. I wouldn't be surprised if they're being exclusive, like 90 quid. Probably. Or they're heavily microtransaction to, to try and recoup the losses. That's the thing. Well, that's so much money if they do that. 90 quid a game. And people will pay yep. it. Probably. I'd buy another... Actually, I don't know what I'd buy. I'd buy Spider-Man and Miles Morales and Wolverine. I'd buy all of them. If they made a Last of Us free, I'd probably buy that. Full price. Although, I, I might try to share the cost between someone else. <laughs> just buy a PS5 or buy the three games and just split it between three of it. I'd probably buy another Destiny game full price, and then I'd probably buy another Shadow of, uh, like, the Tomb Raider game. Well, luckily, the Witch Queen's gone cheaper somehow. It's cheaper than Beyond Light. I'm trying to compete, convince other people to buy it for me for Christmas, and I'm like, that, that, that's a Christmas Well, Destiny DLC? Yeah, because I can't afford it. Oh, do you want the, the whole one, the collector's edition, like, 200 quid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to some other gaming news. Uh, there's now a circle that you can get in Minecraft. A game made of blocks. Yeah, I did see this. I, I skipped past it on my YouTube feed because I think I was at work at the time and I sort of forgot so about it. You, YouTuber creator Mystic Cat, M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-T, has, in vanilla Minecraft, created a circle using sand, um, armor stands, the control boxes or whatever they are, like the things, 
And yeah, he managed to somehow get the game to create a circle using all of that stuff. Yeah, it's all the, so it's all command block technology and command blocks are very fascinating. <laughs> so yeah, he basically gets the command blocks to spawn a bunch of armor stands with sand on top and then sets them so that they face a certain way and that facing basically creates a circle layout and then he builds around it basically after finding the perfect layout of the commands and everything to basically build a little swimming pool so very fascinating yeah it's a lot it's a nine minute video um and he basically goes through how he did it um i found it interesting and i don't even care about minecraft so. no it is pretty cool i mean multiple cool things you can do in minecraft i think the fact you can actually code in minecraft and there's a Minecraft's own language, I think, is fascinating. Yeah. Um, he does basically mention that it's not the first time a circle has been created in Minecraft, but this is, like, the most accurately perfect circle. Because I think there's a way of doing it with minecarts, but it's kind of jagged and they're kind of, like, not a perfect circle, whereas this looks like a perfect circle, basically. So... He's not the first person to create a circle in Minecraft, but he is probably the first person to make an actually circle-like circle in Minecraft. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it, really? Yes. I imagine um, the developers never even thought that was possible. They probably saw that and were like, wow, how has this happened? I mean, <laughs> it's also just base vanilla Minecraft, so it's not even like past what the like modded or anything. So it's very impressive for just base Minecraft. Yeah, it should so be that, illegal. That's our Minecraft. <laughs> What, a circle in a square game? Yeah, God it's illegal. Damn. Yeah, and speaking of things that might be coming illegal, China tells gaming firms to end solitary focus on profits. So China is basically telling game developers uh, to stop putting microtransactions in their game. Yeah, so it, basically, suck. it sucks. Stop doing it. <laughs> So Chinese regulators summoned gaming companies, including Tencent, uh, NetEase, to discuss further oversight of the industry and the need to de-emphasize profits, promoting a steep share sell-off. Tencent, the country's largest gaming company, divided as much as 6.7 on track for its biggest fall since July, while smaller rival NetEase fell as much as 7.7. So It's a big shock in the industry. Yeah. Basically, China is very heavily trying to go after gaming they're stopping kids playing at night they're trying to stop video game companies from trying to profit off kids and like other people's money so i mean china's doing some good stuff some bad stuff but hey if this i think china at one point is gonna ban gaming if this no if this forces the end of microtransactions i'll be fucking happy microtransactions are not a bad thing if they're not pay to win yeah a lot of them are though for example, all the Fortnite ones are fine. If yeah, you want to spend, if you dumb. want to spend thirty quid on a skin, that's your problem. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I don't play the game anymore. Uh, you're an idiot. I spent, yeah, I, I spent money on a game that I don't play anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just glad I. The stopped. ones are bad are FIFA. <laughs> FIFA is, I think, is the worst one of all of them. I think, yeah. That there isn't there a game mode that is just pay to win. Well, FIFA. Yeah. Yeah, FIFA. Because you have to buy like. Yeah, you have to buy like cards. You, well, or you can get the packs yourself, but you need to open up a thousand packs, which are like like yeah. five quid each, I think. It's the it's the drop rate, isn't it? It's you like need to spend like five thousand pounds to get one one character, one player. Yeah, basically, anything EA has done. Yeah, um, apart from some yeah, of the th single that, player stuff, that's that, that's actually all right. Yeah, uh, and then speaking of big shakeups in the gaming industry, uh, PUBG creator is trying to make an Earth-sized open-world game called Artemis, or at least a projected title. Um, 
so yeah, it's basically the PUBG developers are trying to make a uh, a, a a sprawling epic that is basically one to one scale of the earth. Are they insane? S- potentially, but you can't do one to one scale. That scale's gonna be massive size. Yeah, carry the whole earth. But- surely not. Video game technology is getting to a point where the the scale of planets and stuff could get to like it would probably be like insanely far off in the future, but who knows how long they're working on this? They would have to do something similar to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, or um, fucking what's that game that everyone hated and then got good? That was like a PlayStation exclusive, and then ah, oh, what's it called? The one that was Infinite Earths and shit like that. That was randomly generated. I do not know what you're talking about. No Man's Sky. No Man's ah, Sky. Ah, No Man's Sky. Yeah. Similar to that, where it's like an Earth that's randomly generated. Like, it's it's that scale, and then it's yeah. everything is just random, randomly generated as you walk through it, basically. I suppose Minecraft's infinite. Yeah. Are you... <laughs> it's not a one-to-one. I don't know if it's a one-to-one scale of the Earth, but it's, it's it says Earth-sized open world. So I imagine it's that sort of traversal where you can go across, like, planet like land and water and then it will take you that There's long a, to basically same as the earth and everything's detailed you would need about thousands and thousands upon develop developers doing this yeah probably about a hundred thousand uh, developers maybe more if we do yeah. the whole earth i think microsoft so the reason why they're able to do it is they use satellites to do everything yeah uh he explained that artemis will take place in an earth-sized virtual world built using machine learning technology it also sounds like the game will be much less reliant on repetitive side quests and waypoints instead aim to provide entirely unscripted emergent gameplay so that sounds cool yeah so kind of like what um dead by daylight no not by dead by daylight what's the parkour one dying light Dying Light. Dying Light 2 is trying to do where a lot of the stuff that you experience in the game will be different from other players because your choices will branch off creating multiple different experiences. There'll be a network of outcomes. Yeah, so I imagine that's what this game is also going to try and use. And I mean... I'm all for that because that means there's so much more replayability in the game. Yeah, I mean this dude is trying to push gaming as far forward as you can at the current timeline so it might take years it might it's just literally been announced as like his working on it and his studio is working on it so it might not come out for fucking years like until like pc gaming is like able to do it but at least they're working on it to build like the code that would be required to do it and stuff like that and then last in our news several cyberpunk 2077 modders have been hired by cd project red so and you're gonna finish the game now cyberpunk well, no, it says for various projects, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> ah, so Cyberpunk's being left in a bin. Probably. I mean, that game... What What can you say about that game that hasn't already been set? Like The game's a write-off. That's probably. I mean, Cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red is probably going to have... It's going to be a while before their next game, I imagine. So I imagine this is just modders hopefully working on fixing the game, getting like the uh, the programming and stuff working and all of that, just going through the code. Because it's quite a small studio. Working yeah, on. they might just try to set up a mini studio to work on bugs so they can work on the next game. Yeah, so this is probably just them fix Because modders, their whole job basically is trying to fix things that game developers don't have the time to fix because they're trying to fix other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do sort of still hate how people hate on developers for things not being finished. People don't understand how gaming works. It's like so gaming... difficult. It's so much hard. And I, 
I, I work in software as well, and it, to, to try to predict bugs, it's so difficult. <laughs> you can't. Also, also, they're doing it on a scale that is dramatically smaller than the scale that the game is actually going to have. Like they don't, they they can have a like they get like a hundred play testers, and the amount of people who are playing it is like nine million plus. So you try and scale like a hundred people, like finding bugs dedicated to finding bugs versus 9 million players just randomly breaking the game by accident they wouldn't even know i actually imagine a lot of the bugs in because i think cyberpunk is an extraordinary case by just how many bugs there were at launch yeah so i think there was a problem at the start of the project where they kind of rushed into it a little bit. Well, they were building. They they were supposedly building it so that it would run on a PS4. But yes, then the I, PS5. I expect what I imagine was in the back of their mind. They were building it for PS5 and Xbox Series X. They didn't expect the amount of people to not be able to get the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Yeah, we're still bugging the PS5 though. So I think I think there were yeah, some problems think, early on as well. It, yeah, but I think what basically they were expecting was a large amount of ps5 and xbox owners would be next gen already yeah so they they wouldn't have to worry about so that there wouldn't be as many people on the ps4 version complaining but it's because people didn't have the ps5 and the xbox series x versions that people went and bought it for the ps4 and then found all the bugs because of how badly it was optimized for it because i think they probably dropped development because they were expecting people to jump on next gen platforms but then covid hit the game got delayed because it was developers working from home and they couldn't like work on the game as much and as well from home and do all of that and they'd already delayed it so much that if they delayed it again the fans would have rioted they were getting death threats for delaying it and stuff like that so i think they just kind of had to push it there was also if i'm um, honest i think the game was so broken i don't think delaying it would have actually helped <laughs> well it, yeah, it would have got rid a, of some bugs but there's was yeah. so many and it, it's still buggy now yeah it, it was, i mean help. they might have another uh, no man's sky situation which was a game that everyone hated at launch that had promised so much but then over time people have actually liked liked it and switched around on it yeah i imagine that can happen i don't, don't see why it can but yeah they, they will need to they have the a, eff- a mini studio to get rid of all these bugs yeah they've got to put the effort in basically they can't just wipe their hands clean and walk away they've got to if they want it to turn around they've got to put the effort in it depends how committed they are to the game yeah, this is probably a step towards it. Hiring people who are dedicated to like fixing things and modding and like updating and graphically doing stuff. Yeah, well, I think that's it for gaming news of the week. We do have one quick story for the weird, wacky and wonderful world we live in, which is Subway has served up a giant floating submarine sandwich. Yep, uh, a submarine, also known as a hoagie, hero or grinder, is a perfect food. It's a mini loaf of bread you can fill with seemingly endless number of options to satiate your own tastes. Whether you desire an Italian cold cuts or I don't know why I'm reading all of this. <laughs> uh, basically, which is exactly what Subway in New Zealand and Australia has done. Only you can eat this one. This chain has served up a giant replica sandwich that can take you for a spin on the water. It's a nice little ad. Um, it's about 15 seconds long, and it's just a bunch of people sitting on a giant sandwich. And that's about it. It's just a big old inflatable sandwich. <laughs> it's not edible, I don't think. But... <laughs> what do you mean you don't think? Of course it's not edible. How can you have edible bread that goes into the ocean? Who knows? They might have 
that well, apparently a lot of Subway stuff isn't what it is. So <laughs> it's not bread. <laughs> well, they don't. Apparently, their tuna isn't tuna. So it must be some kind of fish. Also, wasn't there an issue with their bread or something? Like it wasn't. I can't remember. Subway's had a lot of controversies. They hired a pedophile, so who who knows? But that 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 was the story. They made a giant replica sandwich and they put it on a river. Very quickly, because we're on this website and I just clicked on. Well, not clicked on. I mm-hmm. clicked on the link and I, and I saw this photo come scrolling down. And there's an ad mm-hmm. where someone's posted a picture of a T-shirt and then just drawn text on the picture and it said, "Oh, That's look at our new look at our new products." There's also a take out a bite out of these. N- sexy not safe for work waffles and it's a penis and a vagina waffle <laughs> so i'm just, just making a point how stupid that is that well this is this. just ads i so, know I mean, but it still annoys me how people do these things yeah but it got your attention though didn't it yeah i didn't click on the link i just well that's I, the I point of the opening you, I clicked it's still got you to talk about it though it's still got you to it talk is, about that the company so yeah but people are now going to search up scribbled out t-shirt ad so, I think they are. You don't know. People are crazy, Dad. People are crazy, and they're crazy enough to listen to us as we go on to tech time and science shenanigans. We have very little science at the moment. I don't know why. I mean, I'll find some new science next week, all right? And make a mm. deal. But we're going to start off with there's a billionaire who wants to build a real life rapture in the desert. So, if you don't know, Rapture is the city in Bioshock, but it's just like a crazy billionaire bought this city in. Uh, under the ocean uh, but this is in a desert uh, and it's basically a 400 billion dollar project that he wants to do how much money does he to have build like well he's a billionaire so he might have 400 billion yeah well he might be spending 400 billion he, he wants to spend oh he's the former owner of walmart oh he has loads of money a billionaire and former walmart executive so yeah he's got fucking crap done they're like the the people who own walmart are like the richest family in the world because like three of them are in the top 10 billionaires or trillionaires so well apparently uh, he's only worth 3.3 billion well he might be getting investors you never know he might be he might be asking this might be uh, another dubai potentially it's in the california desert apparently oh no nevada yeah nevada utah idaho and arizona i'd go to texas i'd go to it yeah uh called tess it's called testilosa Tilosa? Tilosa. Yeah. Uh, It's being designed to be a substantial metropolis located in a desert somewhere in the US. Um, The city's layout was intended to allow residents to get to work, school, well, that's good, uh, or anything else they need within 15 minutes. The goal is for Tilosa to be eco-friendly with sustainable energy and water. At the center of it all is a equitism? tower a skyscraper designed to be a beacon for the city the plans say the city will eventually grow to 150,000 acres supporting 5 million people the stage however is at least 40 years away so that that stage at least having 5 million people is 40 years away so uh, the first going to be 60 before it comes a thing yes the first phase would apparently take 10 to 20 years to achieve and will support 1 million people in the city Oh, we can go visit so, in 10 to 20 years. Yeah. I mean, this rich dude is going to build an eco-friendly city. So that's one of the biggest problems about current cities is they're not designed for the lifestyle of like e-com and like being eco and having like sustainable energy because the infrastructure is all built for fossil fuels and bollocks like that. See, I said this to my dad today. I was saying how 
everything's going to change again in 20 years. When the sort of stage in humanity where everything's changing so quickly, if you go back 200 years, everything was really slow and things would take about 100 years to change. But now we're in a stage yeah. every 10 years. So it's like 100 years has passed. Well, as soon as they build Wi-Fi infrastructure out to the urban, like the outer city, like the, the, the uh, what's it called? The outer bits, like the grassy areas, the bits where farmers do it all. That's shit. Like villages. Yeah, like not cities. All the stuff so that's villages. not a city. Yeah. Once they put like decent infrastructure for Wi-Fi and like companies can run an operation with decent Wi-Fi and can just like because the biggest structural I think that's the whole problem is Starlink. Is that that can happen? Or like Google's um, wireless satellite or um, what's their fucking weather balloons or solution to Wi-Fi? Where yeah, they just that one. Have weather bl- Yeah, because I know why uh, Google wanted to do. Uh, actual cable but the power companies in america basically forced them out because they didn't want to have competition (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah the the biggest thing is once you get like a power like an a decent wi-fi connection in an out uh, like a a place that hasn't got like a city or a town um then companies will move out there because the rent's cheaper, the land's cheaper, you can build more, and then it will become a city and it will have the infrastructure built around being more environmentally friendly, eco. So all you got to do is start pushing the Wi-Fi companies to actually build stuff out further away from cities. Because you go to a city for the... Uh, like, before, you would go to a city to, like, work and do all of that. But if you can work from home in a village because you've got decent internet and you can remote call in... Then why would you not? Yeah, you don't need yeah, to travel to. A, I mean, you don't need to travel. Yeah. I work from home for a year. Yeah, you don't need to. Like COVID has probably fast tracked the work from home lifestyle. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, everything's yeah. on digital now. It should have been in the first yeah. place. But I, it's I also said to it, everyone about cardless or cashless transactions. They're saying, "Oh, this will be the future." And people are like, "No, no, 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 no." It never happened. And there's so many companies now that are saying, "Nope, we're being card only." Yeah, it's because it's, it's easier. It's so much easier. It saves them money as well. Yeah, it's like we don't need to make a currency. No, and everything but... be cryptocurrency eventually, <sighs> or a form of cryptocurrency. It may not be the current ones, but it would just be digital money. It won't be a cryptocurrency. No, they probably will be crypto. So it would just. But I'm, I reckon it will be done. So every country has their own crypto. Well, if you own crypto, though, Dan, your parents can get sued for seventy-eight thousand k if you steal it. Well, don't steal and you're it. A kid. <laughs> So a hacker kid's parents got sued over 78,000k of stolen cryptocurrency, which is quite funny. Uh, a In 2018, Colorado resident Andrew Schuber was revealed or relieved of 16.4 Bitcoin worth around 78,000 in today's market. After spending around 10,000 in private investigation fees, he is now suing the parents of the believed culprit, two UK-based computer science students who were... Back then, miners. So they were like 16 then? Uh, oh, I think supposedly follow. Oh, so, well, yeah, but two years, they could be 18 now, so they would have been 16. Well, they've been under 16. Yeah. Uh, being miners at the time, the boys' parents are taking the brunt of the legal action. In a appeal Schuber initially sent to one of the boys' parents, he explained he was willing to drop the case should the funds have been returned safely to his crypto address. Uh, he notes the boys would likely be charged as adults for category one theft, which would could result in over a hundred thousand, around fourteen thousand dollars, uh, one hundred forty thousand dollars charges. Uh, it seems your son has been using malware to steal money from people online. Schuber writes, losing that money has been financially and emotionally devastating. He might have thought he was playing a harmless joke, 
but it has had serious consequences for my life, said the dude. Well, I imagine the reason why he's saying that is because he sold the Bitcoin and then it'd be worth so much more money now. Yeah. However, you wouldn't... He was trying to find it before that, though. He spent about 10k trying to find... I don't think a court would would ask for that much because how do you know he wouldn't have sold earlier? How do you know he wouldn't have sold, like, maybe the start of this year? But it's also the theft of it, so he wouldn't have had the opportunity to sell it. No, so but you have, it, you have to prove in a court of law that he he would have waited. Yeah, but you he also wouldn't have waited. However, that being, but he still wouldn't have got the money even if it was worth. He would have still lost money regardless. He could have sold it, but he would still lost more money because he would have lost maybe six hundred thousand. You don't know, but it's like he still lost the opportunity to sell. I'm just trying to think what a court would award if this was successful because they wouldn't order. They wouldn't give that much money mm. there's no way they would ever do that because that's be more sure than not so i think they would probably order to give back like 16.4 bitcoin that's, that's a trouble would... that is the trouble this is why i hate bitcoin and i hate cryptocurrency because it's all shite it is actually really good but it's just in a bad state at the minute it's also horrible for the environment well only with the current algorithms yes the future algorithms won't be they still because they, the new ones are gonna be software based and not hardware based which makes sense mm-hmm. that means there'll be no more gpu miners to take all the graphics cards yeah. Hooray. Let's go on to more bad news. <laughs> TikTok has reportedly overtaken YouTube in US average watch time. And I am not surprising that people don't want to watch long videos and only care about less than three minute long videos. Less than a minute. TikTok's a minute. Isn't it three minutes? No, that's YouTube. You can upload, you, no, but you can upload up to three minutes, can't you? Unless they've changed it recently, it's always been a minute. I swear TikTok, I don't know. I don't use fucking TikTok. It's only been 60 seconds. Long can a TikTok be? Three minutes. Yeah. Let's see a three minute one. From 60 to three minutes. So fuck you. I was right. I know TikTok better than you, and I don't fucking watch it. Um, But yeah, which is funny though, because YouTube has always gone for watch time. No, 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 no. Let me me go back to what you just said. TikTok has increased it in 7th of July 2021. And I stopped watching okay, it. It's still three minutes. I'm saying I, I said was it was still... used to be sixty minutes and six, sixty well, seconds, they... unless it changed it. I was not wrong because they changed it. Uh, I was still right though. Not really. I said was right as well. I said, I said three minutes, and I was right. So I, said, I don't think it is unless he changed it. And they did change it. Well, they did. So I wasn't wrong. So, well, you were wrong because it was sixty seconds, and you were like dead set it was sixty seconds. No, so I'm, I said I'm pretty sure it's six seconds because I haven't heard them change it. But since I did well, hear they did. change it, they did. Yeah. But I was right. It used to be 60 seconds. I don't care. <laughs> I do. I like being right. The only thing I wanted to say was that YouTube has gone heavy on the watch time. And it's like average of 10 minutes is the watch time and the retention to get people to watch it. Yes, which means pretty much because no they... one listens to our podcast on YouTube because our podcast is like over an hour long. Yeah. So thank you for anyone who's listening. It's appreciated. Um, <laughs> but that this may... I don't like this shift in short form content because I don't... It, it 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 less I, I don't think it's beneficial to anyone because it is just doom scroll because it's just you watch something and then you immediately watch the next thing and then you watch the next thing and you watch the next thing. i agree it's bad but it is more enjoyable no i don't find i know it you don't enjoyable. find it more enjoyable but by Other... the intent <laughs> the attention span of most people nowadays but it's not though peanuts yeah but it's not it's not entertaining it's just it's not entertaining to, to you no but it's not entertainment it wasn't it's entertainment just something to watch, watch it no, because people don't watch 
Like people don't enjoy half of the stuff. They only enjoy like yeah, they, they just scroll through until they find one they like and then watch it for a minute. And keep yeah, but they still again. watch it because yeah, but they watch it from that's that's my point. You're not enjoying it. You're just watching it for the sake of watching it. Yeah, but the whole point of short form content is that you can you can flip through it really quickly. Yeah, but you it's still that scrolling. Watch it's it. endless scrolling. That's what they yeah, enjoy. but you you sit there for a minute and it's like oh people spend I didn't hours enjoy on TikTok. That. They spend like that's, so many I know, hours on that's, it, scrolling. That's, yeah, but you're watching so much stuff. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. It doesn't have an impact in your life. You only find like one thing that you like, but you're still watching a load of crap. I'm not saying it's not that. I'm just saying people enjoy that's that. My... <laughs> no, they don't. They don't enjoy yeah, it. They only enjoy, enjoy it. You can't tell people that they, they don't. They do enjoy it. No, they. It's an addiction. They don't enjoy it. What do you mean? Enjoy? How did addiction start? No, because they only enjoy the one thing that gives them the the um, dopamine. They hate everything else, but they only because they, you're shifting through shit to find a golden nugget. That's all you're yeah, but doing. It's really quick. That's the point. It's really quick just to scroll through. Yeah, but that's not enjoyable. They do enjoy just, it. No, you. Yeah, but you no, enjoy it. Yeah, but you don't. enjoy it when you find you on the like. So then you keep going. Yeah, and then you enjoy that again. one. Yeah. You don't enjoy the rest. Well, of course, don't yeah. enjoy the rest of them. It's all terrible. But that's what I'm saying. It's all garbage, but you find one thing. Whereas on YouTube and stuff like that, you can you you're more in you. It's still all garbage. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of garbage on YouTube, but at least you have to pay attention for it to actually be like it's not just shifting through crap and then you find one thing. You actually have to invest in something. I think unfortunately I you're wrong about. here. Society I, I, would say I you're fucking... wrong. Society sucks though. <laughs> People who have anti-vaxxers. I don't give a shit what society says. Don't forget, like, there's a 5G people... chip in the vaccine. Ugh. At least something good's come out of this last week. Apple's finally having to fucking be forced to allow other uh, payment methods on their stupid store. <laughs> yeah, they have to be. <laughs> it's not has to be a, otherwise it's a monopoly. Yeah, so basically uh, Apple has kind of lost their fight against Epic, but Epic has kind of lost the overall lawsuit. Yeah, so I don't think Epic gain any money out of it, but it does mean that, Ep- that we'll- Apple has to change, sorry. Also, Apple has basically blocked uh, Epic's request to restore Fortnite on iPhones in South Korea. <laughs> More surprise. Yeah, because basically the judge said that Apple has no reason to allow Epic back on, um, but they now have to allow other developers and stuff or other payment options so developers can now add their own payment options and apple can't say they're not allowed basically yeah so basically this is fucking huge because it also sets the precedent for app uh google having to do it it sets the precedent for all gaming companies it just means like so well i suppose apple and google is gonna lose so much money now yeah, because you can't it means buy that, it through their source. But it means developers will get more of that money that they then wouldn't. Yeah, which is still a good thing. Towards... It's always good to get money yeah. to developers. Yeah, like Apple and Google are not are going to take a big hit, but they're not going to lose as much money as the developer would lose. No, no. Essentially, because the developer would. It means also that Sony can't probably force uh, stuff like that. It means uh, Xbox probably can't force non-alternate payment methods. So it it's gonna have big ramifications for like gaming well, if I, this. I, well, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, all of Sony and Xbox you have to pay on their store somehow. Pay on the yeah, you can like you can buy V bucks on the thing, but Sony gets a percentage, and maybe Sony won't be able to get that percentage anymore. Maybe yeah, because it but it might. What would force... that mean for free to play games? Like, surely they're always just gonna ban them. Maybe maybe this Which is the is... end of free to play games. Maybe who knows. It, it it could have massive ramifications. We don't know. Well, think about it. If, if all of them would, they just say, okay, yeah, so we're going to make a free play game, but 
They're, they're not going to make any money out of it. So Sony won't make any money. Ex- Microsoft won't make No one makes any well, money from still, developers. You'll still be able to, get- to buy it. It's just that developers now have the alternate option to buy it directly through the store. So you can still buy V-Bucks on the App- Apple store, but so you can also... It, I suppose it would still allow but it. But Epic has done the dirty tactic of... Hey, well, they did the dirty tactic of if you buy it from our store, which caused this whole lawsuit, if you buy it from our store, you save 30%, which is the cut that Apple would be taking. Oh, right. So that's what caused this whole fucking mess is because a- uh, Epic basically timed it so that they did this promotion to force basically breaking Apple's terms of service by having an alternate uh, routing system to bypass Apple's 30% cut. And then they launched their We're Suing Apple marketing campaign. Apple is trying to suppress the underdog and take all our profits, basically. I think it has worked in a way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think Epic's going to win this lawsuit, which is what everyone expected, because they did break the terms of service. But it has caused the law basically to change so that Apple is now forced to have an alternate payment system, which is crazy. True. I also. I still think Fortnite can still go on Androids, even though it's not on the Google Play Store. Yes. I believe you, you also, just download I th- the APK file with the internet and it will work. Also, you can do it through the Samsung one. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Like- so you don't even need to do it on the... Uh, uh, like you, If you have a Samsung, you can do it on the Samsung one. If you have a Huawei or whatever, you can yeah, do it on there's, their Yeah, there's one. different app stores for Android anyway. Yeah. Also, if you download the Epic Launcher or whatever it is, you can still play it. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Epic... I'm sure Epic has found a way around it. And also, if you... The only difficult one is iPhones, because everything has to go through the App Store on iPhone, which is yeah. a monopoly. I would still argue yeah. that's a monopoly. Yeah. Well, this may finally force Apple to because do Google something have a about it. So the whole reason why it's Epic v. Apple, Google don't have a monopoly. Yeah. And that's why they... I don't like, think they, they, are, sued. they are still suing Google, though. Well, Epic is trying to sue uh, Google. Yeah. They won't get anywhere with that they're still, Yeah. They, but they'll probably still have the same situation where Google is forced to allow alternate payments because google still doesn't allow alternate payments you have to buy them through the google Play yeah Store. yeah i mean i think google will be watching this and go okay we need to they'll come that. to an agreement with epic i imagine like an app no, no thank you google we don't we don't want to talk but what did you what did google pick up me saying what, what, what system do you even have it was it was assistant oh fun oh apparently i said watching it again huh do you have an apple a google watch no, I have a phone. Yeah, I don't know why I showed it the camera again. <laughs> you have a phone. I have a phone. It's a Wonderful. Phone. I have one phone. Or do I have two phones? I do have a well, somewhere. Sp- speaking of phones, Apple's AR and VR headset could require an iPhone to actually be able to use it. Wouldn't be surprised. This this is Apple. So, ba- <laughs> so, so a new report basically suggests that. The upcoming hybrid headset may rely on another Apple device to take advantage of all the features available on the device. Uh, In a new report from the information, the outlet claims that the headset is designed to communicate or be tethered to a host device via a wireless connection such as an iPhone or another Apple device. The reliance on another product within the Apple ecosystem is due to the headset's custom 5 nanometer chips, which Apple recently completed, though these chips are not as powerful as the chips used in other Apple devices, reporting that it lacks a neural engine for AI and machine learning abilities. Yet the headset still includes the CPU and GPU, so there's a chance the device may have some limited features available without another Apple device connected. This chip is also rumored to offer better wireless data transmission, video compressing and decompressing, and energy-efficient features. 
So this would not be the first time Apple relies on users to be more integrated more into its own tech products ecosystem. The Apple Watch, the Apple Watch with only Wi-Fi connectivity require an iPhone to function. Facebook is another big tech company that was criticized for requiring Quest 2 owners to have a Facebook account in order to use the VR standalone headset. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that you need... Like, this is my thing. Like, streaming is going to be the way of VR. What do you mean? Oh, like streaming games to VR. Yeah, they have to because, be. you can't, to be. because you can't pack that much tech into a headset at this current point in time. You never will so be able to, if unless you... quantum computer becomes a thing. Yeah, so in order to get the experience on a headset you need to fix the wireless problem and you need to fix the hardware problem and in order to do that you then stream it to the headset because streaming is pretty good at the moment it's not perfect because of wi-fi drops and everything can if it it's more to do with latency latency is a problem for I, yeah i still believe if google wanted to they could perfect this because they have a streaming platform they had a vr department and they have phones you they can't have tech. perfect latency there's no way of doing it no, but I mean, you can at least do the functionality of streaming it, having it work. You can at least delay it enough that it wouldn't cause too many problems. I suppose if not, you, no. you don't, ha You can't fix the latency, but you can at least cause it so that the game compensates for it. It preempts it. It uses AI to preempt the delay, basically. Yes, it would be very have... complicated. Yes, streaming yeah, is awkward. But you then, you, you then use the system like the hardware, like the servers and everything of that to run the game rather than having all the headset have the stuff built into it. Because that's the biggest problem is people don't want to wear heavy headsets. People would rather just wear glasses that have all of the imaging on it. I think you'd have to do 50-50. I don't think yeah. you could do 100% either way. I mean, you'd still have tech in it, but by the time that the tech is good enough in the headset that it would run, it would still need streaming and computing, and you'd probably have like a small device in your hand or your room. I don't think streaming would... could ever work for multiplayer games. It will never work for multiplayer games. What it would work for is a single-player game where you could stream the close it parts of the game. It could work close network. No, it could work close network. So you'd have to set up your own connection using your own server built around for your yes, friends. Yes, yes. If you had a... You couldn't do online multiplayer. No, no. You could do friend close connection multiplayer. Yes, you could do that. So you're not having the entire server filled with people. You'd just be having, like, you'd pay for it and it'd be a closed system, like a Minecraft server or something. Yeah. Where yeah. you pay you pay for that server to run and then you could add people to it and they pay a monthly fee. But you, you would have to do something similar to what YouTube does or any streaming app does, where it will load a portion of the content, let's say three minutes ahead, and it will just continue. The yeah, it will continuously yeah. do that in the background. So then you're not yeah. constantly waiting for it to happen. Continue it's already the, loaded. Yeah. That's what you'd have to do. Yeah. It, it's it's probably going to happen at some stage. It has to happen. How it, it has to happen. Yeah. If they want VR to take off, they have to solve the hardware issue of having massive, chunky headsets. And Well, I think like, the first problem is the display, which will be fixed as soon as you put in an 8K, 8K screen. Yeah, but you then have to be able to have a processor and a hardware yes, that so can run, run 8K. So if you can stream it at 8K, or 4K at least... No, then you, no you, you need to have 8K. Eventually yeah. it has to be 8K. Yeah, but at least 4K at the moment, because most is 1080p. I think, what's the VR? PSVR. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? A good question. <laughs> I think it's like 720? I don't... That might be... I think it's 1080p. It's not super powerful. Yeah, I know their new 1080p, one. Yeah. It's just not like it. Their new it's one so might close. be. Their might. Their new one might be a. Uh, 
2K or 1080p? Uh, it's 1080p, but it's 960 by 1080. Right. So per perspective, so it's not actually square each lens. It's slightly rectangular vertically. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because you've got to have like two different things. So you can't really have. What do you mean? Well, you wouldn't want a square because a field of view isn't a square. You'd want it. It was up and down. Yeah. I mean... it's, it, it's taller up than it is wide. Yeah. So why does it make sense for be you feel it wider? I, I can't explain why it makes sense, but like on a without visualizing it, and this is an audio podcast, so I. Can't, I don't think it makes. Like, I think it's just. To, I just think it's just the size it had. No, I, it does make sense. I just can't explain it. Let's go on to something that you could probably explain. Okay, cool. Microsoft. What can I explain? Uh, <laughs> Microsoft suggested Mic suggested Microsoft suggests. That the divisive Windows 11 system will deliver a 99.8% crash-free experience. I don't believe them. Syst system specs. You miss specs. Because you just said system. You system specs spec. deliver 99.8% crash-free experience. I still don't believe them. Well, that's, that's, they're basically saying that's why you have to have these specs. Because it will stop the 99 point. It will stop the crashing and it will be, I disagree it'll be a 19. Because I have yeah, those specs. I, and I tried to install Windows 11 multiple times. And it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think this fucking thing's going to be any good. <laughs> it looks nice. I do like Windows but... 11. I, I think it has a potential to be very good. There's a lot of controversial moments with TPM, and to be honest, I do get it because they want to have a more secure software. They want to stop Mac probably for being like, oh, look at this. We've got so secure software. Well, it's not really secure. It's just people don't target it that much. Yeah. And the only way you are going to be secure is by using a TPM chip. Unfortunately, that is just what it will have to be. And the only way to enforce it is to make it a requirement. People don't like it, but it has to happen. Yeah. Although people but yeah, that... Although you can still work around it without having it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But yeah, that 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 was just something I found that was just like, hey, look, it's going to prevent the blue screen of death, but it probably won't. I think I've only had <laughs> so... like two or three times on my computer. Mm. I've had the green screen of death more times. Is it, didn't they change it so it's a black screen of death now? Yes. Not a blue Windows screen. Windows 11's got a black yeah. screen of death. <laughs> Bit racist, Microsoft. Why has it got to be the black one that makes it bad? Why don't you have the white screen of death? Because... Why people ruin everything, like podcasting. <laughs> anyway, that's that's our podcast. Yeah, that's our podcast. We've got a very long episode today. Um, yeah, Blame Danny. This might be our longest it's his one. Yeah, I found a lot of stuff. Like we've had a couple where it's just been a couple project things. This one, I found a lot of shit to talk about. You found too much. <laughs> a lot did happen this week, so I forgive you for that one. We didn't expect like Sony play... Showcase to be this this big of a topic. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be a couple of little announcements. No, it was a lot of good stuff. So. And then all of the Epic versus stuff. Then we had Matrix. We had a bunch of trailers again because movies are coming out. So everyone's jumping at the point. I found so many more trailers that I didn't add. So be great. Be great for the that. podcast. It's only just under two hours. I imagine be just in two hours once I've done editing. As, as time yes. of recording, it's actually two hours and ten minutes roughly. Yeah. So we'll leave you at that. Like, subscribe if you manage to get through all of this. Uh, wait for our Little Battle Angel commentary because we've teased that at this episode yes it comes it out come soon out. we will keep we will keep plugging it for the next few weeks so yeah. <laughs> that's what to look forward to uh and yeah we'll see you next episode have fun everybody we'll see you then goodbye bye